This is Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. Call now with your question, 224-585-WSFI. That's 224-585-9734. Hello, I'm Father Bob Sears, a former professor at the Jesuit School of Theology in Chicago and the Institute of Pastoral Studies at Loyola University. Uh, Today I'd like to speak about healing depression. Actually, depression is a very common disorder. It afflicts 5 to 10 percent of the United States population, which is some 14 to 28 million Americans. And very few, only one to three percent receive treatment, so many people suffer through depression without uh, perhaps even knowing it's something that could receive some treatment. And there's, there are basic four types, according to a, a book on depression that has influenced me by uh, Koenig and Beeble. And they, they mentioned situational depression. Uh, which is basically comes from, you know, losses that people might have had or a situation in their life, uh, severe stress or negative, even positive experiences such as moving or getting a new job. People can be depressed and and, uh, be disoriented by that. And uh, and then there's developmental. There's a depression that handed down in families. Sometimes uh, parents are depressed and then the children uh, learn that way of depression. And then there's biological the depressions that perhaps are genetic actually handed down in families and they seem to only respond to medication of some sort. And finally there's spiritual which is uh, secular psychologists don't usually pay attention to it, but it's it can be uh, still found and it might be the basis of many of our depressions. So the Dr. Koenig himself, who was one of the co-authors of the book, uh, lost his three-year-old son, Jonathan, to a rare disease when he, in 1978. And uh, he had a long struggle then with guilt and anger at God and resulting in biochemical depletion and then his relations with his family disintegrated too for almost 20 years so and it was only in reading a text 1 Thessalonians 5:18 in everything give thanks that he began to see things differently and he began to say a simple prayer thank you lord and it gradually healed him so sometimes the depression is in a spiritual depth and ultimately, I think the book that I mentioned last time I spoke a couple months ago, actually now, uh, by J. Brennan Mullaney called Authentic Love, Theory and Therapy, he makes the affirmation that all emotional disorders are wounds of the heart. That those wounds, even though you might think they're in your unconscious or back in the generations, are really wounds of the heart because it's love that heals and without love, we're dead. And so people who have wounded love or haven't received the love that they need will be depressed. 
because deep down they will feel dead inside. And that depression <clears throat> itself is a very deep kind of illness. It's not simply on the surface. One of the authors that uh, has impressed me recently is Arthur Janoff, who wrote the book The Primal Scream. And, and he's had a lot of experience with depression. And he says, he writes this about it. He says, the big difference between sad, just sadness, and depression is that sad is strictly in the second level of our brain. They call it the limbic system. Uh, that we can actually deal with it, and sadness dissipates with time. But depression lies deeper. It lies in the, the deepest part of our brain, which is really in charge of our breathing and our blood pressure and instincts. And it's beyond images. It's beyond thinking. And so it's in the body. And unless we can relive uh, illnesses and, and deprivations at that depth, that kind of depression doesn't seem to budge. And it's why some psychologists would use uh, electroshock treatment, you know, because they don't know any other way to get at the, the depth of what's happening. They, it's not that clear. So t depression, in a sense, from Mulaney's point of view and Janoff here, it seems too, is love's life is lost. There has to be a loss of, of life and love. But Mulaney adds a couple of things that are important there. I, at least I found them illustrated in my own experience of depression. That the, the, there has to be a violated love. That is, if there's some some guilt attributed to it. It should not have happened that way. Or I feel obligated, so I can feel guilty myself, or I can be blaming other people. And then thirdly, there has to be unforgiveness. I can't let myself go from that guilt. There blocks the healing of the love that would refill the heart. So I, I experienced that in my own depression. I had, <clears throat> I've, I've mentioned it before, I just want to take a look at it more closely here in this light, in case it adds light to you. Uh, when I was in Germany, <clears throat> I, uh, a, a depression that was building during my life came to a head. You know, even before that in my life, I had anxiety about things that I know it always had to be perfect. I couldn't allow myself to make mistakes. And I was near the top of my class and, and studies and it didn't make any difference. I felt like it wasn't significant because I never would be adequate in whatever I did. So I felt powerless, and, and it came to a head when it, I was teaching catechism to adolescents in Germany. And uh, adolescent girls, you know, in the back of the class would be laughing to the, each other, you know, how they get little cliques. And so I always felt like they were just kind of making fun of my inadequacies in teaching high school, which wasn't my uh, fort. I was much better at university teaching. <laughs> And uh, I, I studied my background. I made a little diary, and I tried to figure out all the things that were going on, and I just got more depressed. <clears throat> so study wasn't 
the solution to the problem. It, it made me an enlightened neurotic, I used to say. <laughs> and uh, so I, I happened on a, a passage in Isaiah. It was the 43:18 and following. I think it was written by another Jesuit who was writing an article, and I, I wondered if he didn't go through a depression too. But anyway, he said, Remember not the events of the past. The things of long ago consider not. See, I am doing something new. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? And I began to, it, 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 it kind of, you know, like the Holy Spirit touches you with particular passages. It went right through and I began to see that the solution wasn't in trying to figure out how it started so that I could change it. The solution was in letting God create me new. I didn't need faith to know God created. I needed faith to know he was creating now. And he's not conditioned by my past. I could have messed up everything all up to now, and he could recreate it all new. So I changed my whole perspective about life, and I began to see the solution was in God's creativity, not in what I was going to be able to do. And it also, it seemed to break through that, that God was really in charge of this. So it wasn't meaningless. It wasn't a depression that was going no place. I stopped being depressed about being depressed. And I could move towards the future. And it was this, I think, that ultimately helped me to see it in light of Mulaney's points, because it was really a loss. I had said in the womb, I wouldn't be a burden. And so that it cut me off from the love of my mother and equivalently also from the love of God because when we make a decision like that, we're also closing ourselves off to God. And so that <clears throat> this was breaking me through to realizing that God could act even if I felt blocked from that deep love. And he began to change me. So I wasn't depressed about being depressed and it opened me to healing. And there were many different steps in the healing, but one of the ones was that ultimately God, when I let go of saying I won't be a burden in the womb, I was giving God permission to heal me. And he started giving me um, other pe people who would begin to heal my mother wound. And that, that love basis was starting to heal me. And little by little, I was opening up to the the blessing of the Lord. So I began to realize that God really was taking care of me and that the, the depression itself was a kind of dying into new life. There were old patterns and old things that I had to die to. I didn't know at that time that I'd said in the womb I wouldn't be a burden. But I'd given God permission to start working in my life. And when he did that, he started giving me relationships to, to teach me love. He started giving me healing relationships with, with my mother wound. He started to bring healing at a deeper and deeper level. I won't go into further uh, dimensions of that at the present time because it's kind of complex. But you can see that I was illustrating in my own life the principles that Mulaney had pointed out. There was that deprivation of love because I'd said in the womb I won't be a burden. And then when that 
happens, then something's dead inside, even if we're succeeding in many different ways. The foundation isn't there. And it wasn't simply grief. It, 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 grief would have just passed in time. But it was also a sense that this shouldn't have been that way. I should have been able to help my mother to be more happy, perhaps. I should have been able to, you know, more adequate to respond to the situation. I didn't realize at the time that I was really taking responsibility for my mother's depression. <laughs> and it wasn't my responsibility. I had to let go of that. I had to let God be her healer, and then also God be the one that would heal me. And thirdly, there was unforgiveness, because I didn't really forgive myself for being inadequate to solve my mother's problems. I wasn't blaming her. I think she did the best she could because she wasn't related well to her mother, etc. But I was, in a sense, holding on to that depression myself. I wasn't letting God do the healing. And, and as I found recently that that's the ultimate healing of all things, that we let God do the healing. He loves us unconditionally, and we don't have to be good to receive it. We can receive it simply as we are. He loves us as we are. Jesus became sin for us, that we could become the righteousness of God. So we'll take a little break now, and, and after a certain amount of time, we'll come back and respond to questions. Listen at 7 o'clock p.m. every Tuesday to WSFI Spotlight, a half-hour conversation with outstanding Catholics from our community and around the world. WSFI Spotlight re-airs on Saturday at 3.30 p.m. or listen on demand anytime by subscribing to our podcast. Visit WSFIRadio.org for more information. It's WSFI Spotlight, a conversation with Catholics living in the light. Only on WSFI Catholic Radio, Tuesdays at 7 o'clock p.m. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. Hello, I'm Father Matthew Phelan from the Order of the Blessed Virgin Mary of Mercy in Philadelphia. Catholic radio is vitally important in our day and age. Of course, many people try to draw truth from areas that are not presenting truth. Through Catholic radio, we can be in touch with truth, truth which is a very person, our Lord Jesus Christ. And through that person, we can find great strength to endure the trials which the Lord may ask us to endure while in this world. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. 
So welcome back to Healing the Whole Person. I'm your host, uh, Father Bob Sears, and if you have any questions, you can call us at 224-585-9734. That's 224-585-9734. We have some questions before we continue on with our program today. Father, this is Joan McHugh. Um, I have some prayer requests. One came in from an email. Uh, she'd like to remain anonymous, but she asks for prayers for her intended marriage in November. So could we pray for this lady and her future spouse? Yes. So, the, so Lord Jesus, uh, we do ask that you bless the marriage, that you give them wisdom and the choosing of it, that you confirm uh, their choice of each other and that they can open to realize that all marriages that are going to be successful will be in you. And so we release each other to God and ask God to help each one be a gift for the other one so that they could find the God-given vocation that each of them has. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Uh, Father, we had a call from a, a gal that suffers from terrible migraines and her name is Judy, and she often has to go to the hospital to get treated, and it's very costly. <coughs> Excuse me, each time she goes. So, could you pl pray for Judy? I will. Yes. One of the uh, possibilities for migraines is a birth trauma. Actually, if the mother was uh, under severe stress, or if she was uh, taking drugs or smoking, that can affect the baby, and then into to preserve themselves, they restrict their blood vessels so that they won't be taking oxygen that isn't there. And this becomes imprinted, so it can affect later when they have migraines. So if I'll just pray that the, her blood veins would be expanded and opened and that the Lord would heal any birth trauma that might have been there, that Mary could be interceding, that she would be freed from anxiety in the womb. So, Lord Jesus, we ask for a healing for Judy and for her any possible birth trauma that took place where she was constricted and couldn't get the oxygen she needed. We ask that that would be freed up, Lord, that you would open and bring all those passageways to, to your healing. And we give you thanks, Jesus, because you watch over us. And you've interceded for each stage that we would be brought into the fullness of God's love. We give you thanks and praise. May that blessing and healing of the Lord touch her in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you, Father. And I, there's one more request for Claire. She has an unintended mm -hmm. pregnancy, and she's living abroad, and um, she's really struggling uh, with the um, her... The, the man who impregnated her and with her family. The family is um, very upset with this and so there's a lot of emotional and spiritual turmoil in Claire's family so please I don't even know how to ask you to pray but you must. Mm -hmm. So Lord Jesus we just bring Claire to you. you. She's asking for prayers and she would like to to be touched by you and it's the whole situation, Lord, the tension with her husband the and with the father of the baby. And we just ask, Lord, that you would bring about a transformation here. 
that you would lift that tension, that you would bless the baby. We bless the baby and dedicate the baby to you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, because you watch each baby, Lord, belongs to you, and we dedicate it to you so that you can bring it with Mary into the fullness of life, and that you can bless Clara through the, Clara through the baby, Lord, and bless the whole family through Christ our Lord. Amen. Now that's all the prayer requests I have, Father, but I have a, a small question. Your talk mm -hmm. on depression was just so enlightening, and toward the end you said, I, need, I needed a faith to know that Jesus is creating now, that God is creating now. Um, the solutions are in God's creativity. So I've had a lot of physical ailments lately, like arthritis in my neck that's causing headaches and things. What's the best way to pray, for us to pray, to receive, uh, to know that God is really in charge and to let him heal me now? I don't quite know how to pray, to just to be in his presence and to let him heal me, if he would. Well, so just what comes to me, first of all, is that we should, we need to pray with thanksgiving. So we need to open our hearts to God with thanksgiving because ultimately nothing happens to us uh, that isn't in God's providence. Mm -hmm. He can't let it happen and nothing can happen that he doesn't control. <clears throat> so the, the book by uh, you know, Merlin Carruthers has always been important to me called Power and Praise. Mm -hmm. And Carruthers... Uh, points out in the book that it, really nothing can happen that God isn't in charge of and so we can praise God for everything uh, that's really what uh, you know ultimately was the healing for uh, Dr. Koenig when he was able to thank God for what happened it, it changed his whole attitude and he could open to receive what happened in God's providence if we can thank God for the illness, you could ask him what he's trying to teach you through the illness or through that particular thing, because different parts of our body have their, their uh, instructive about what's going on. I had tongue cancer, for example, and uh, I didn't smoke, and, and this was later on, and so I asked the Lord to show me what it was that that was indicating, and what came to me, and also through the uh, prayers of others, is that I didn't speak my pain. That pain of not having the love in the womb, which I re later on realized was actually shock. It was so overwhelming, I couldn't do anything about it. Uh, I wasn't speaking it, it was hidden. And so my tongue was saying there was something wounded. And it was cancer. If I didn't get it, it was going to be eating away at me. And so I did get it, and I took the, you know, I got into healing groups, and it's, they would get, the attachment wound was being dealt with, and I didn't have any recurrence of the cancer, because I didn't need it anymore. It's so profound. It's so profound. It's wonderful. So in that sense, a depression also, if it's rooted in a lack of love or a wounded love, then breathe into that and ask God to show you uh, you know what it's indicating 
Okay. Where is it? Like, it, for example, it could be a pseudo love too. In other words, I could have put all my self-importance in my job, and then I lose my job. Mm-hmm. And so that's a situational de- depression, and and the, the losing of the job uh, is symbolic that there's love lost. God isn't taking care of me, or something. Mm-hmm. Like it was with Dr. Koenig when he lost his son. He felt angry at God, so he wasn't forgiving God. But why does he let this happen? Mm-hmm. And some people get depressed because of their family situation, because, you know, why did God put me into that family? Well, ultimately, God intended to give you his family. And it's only through his family that we have all that we need. In other words, when Jesus died on the cross and he, he bore all our depressions, he, he, he carried them in himself and he died to them and opened us up to the, the new life of, of the Heavenly Father, which is beyond any pain that we suffer here. And so he opened us up and he also at that point gave us his mother, because he said, you know, son, behold your mother. And he never named John, he just is the beloved disciple, so that, that's, that's, the, that's all of us, the disciples Jesus loved. Mm-hmm. He's given us his mother. And then when he rose from the dead, he said to Mary Magdalene, go tell my brothers. The first time he saw his disciples as brothers. And he says, that, go tell them that I am ascending to my father and to your father. So he's now reestablished that father-child relationship through his dying and rising. He's brought us into his family with his mother and his father, so we have a sinless mother and a sinless father. Mm -hmm. And if we can let that happen in us, then all our illness will get healed because Adam and Eve were not going to have sickness, illness, or anything if they hadn't sinned. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then brought it all in. So the healing of everything is to be restored into the loving family of God. That's so beautiful. So inspiring. Thank you, Father. So let's pray for everybody that that is listening to this, because there might be a touch of depression in most of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so we just ask you, Lord, to show us that everything that you allow to happen in our life is meant for our good, because you are love. And so it might not be directly good, but it'd be directing us to what needs healing. My tongue cancer, for example, showed me that that needed healing. My depression showed me that my deep self needed healing and needed to be open to God's love. All of those things are important for our growth. So he lets negative things happen to show us what the healing is necessary. So Lord God, whatever people are experiencing in this uh, radio program, we ask that you would make it a source of their asking you what it is that they need to open to, how they need to open to your love in this particular event. And we thank you, Lord, for for doing that, because as Hebrews says, you know, what father doesn't discipline his children? If we were not true children, we, we would, you know, if we weren't being disciplined, we would not be true children. So, Lord, we, we give you thanks, we praise you, and we ask you to show us, Lord, the meaning of everything that we go through so that we can release it all to you because you take total care of us and you say blessed are the poor in spirit those that don't have things so that they will turn to you to ask and you will receive thank you lord 
We pray for a blessing for everybody. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon you all and remain forever. Amen. Thank you. on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. And this is listener-supported WSFI Antioch, 88.5 FM, Catholic Radio.